Hey everyone, welcome to the One Up Cast, the only 30 minute podcast that lasts an hour. This is a show where we dig through our old video games and compare what we thought then to the way things are now. My name's Kieran, aka Harry Atomic, and I'll be joined each week by the one, the only, the face of Firmus Gas, Martinez's main man, Mr. Daniel Ferry. Back at it once again. Once again, we are back at it. Podcast number nine. I always analyse your introduction. I know. Uh, you sound like you're climbing a hill there. When you met my name's Kieran, you're like, my name's Kieran. It's because I was kind of sitting back in my chair a wee bit because I'm trying uh-huh. to get more comfy. See, for recording, I'm trying to settle in because usually uh-huh. we have nice long stories, and I'm kind of thinking I've got like a bit of a fireside vibe going on this week. You know, you just sit back and uh-huh. relax and just hear some stories, and I've got my feet up and all. And you know what I mean? Oh, it's all good. It's all good. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah. Ah, it's gone. It well, was literally gone. What we usually gone. do is that, well, what we're doing this week is that we are talking about the PlayStation 2. We're in the middle of a long, long, long multi-week deep dive and the, the console wars and basically just setting the scene given our feelings on all the different consoles and all the different sort of eras and things. And this week we're up to the PlayStation 2, but... Usually we start each week, it seems, with a, a bit of an icebreaker, what we like to call a fairy tale. Do you have any this I week like or what's the story? I, well, it's not really, I was going to keep this for the end, but I'm already bringing it up now. Um, very little, very, we don't really talk about real life world politics in this show. Um, I'm going to address it this week, but because I feel it needs to be addressed. Yeah. Um, uh, I just want to mention uh Two names, um, Elijah Clayton and Taylor Robinson. Uh, Elijah was 22, Taylor Robinson was 27. We're both gone down this week on the 26th of August in Jacksonville, Florida at a gaming tournament. Um, it was a Madden 19 tournament in Florida uh, just to kind of promote the game. And the reason why I'm bringing it up, obviously, because we are all gamers. Anybody listening to this is a gamer. And it's just a tragic event that these people were gone down and 10 people were also injured uh, by the, a person who shall be named nameless. So um, <clears throat> I just want to kind of give a mark of respect for all the victims that have been affected by this and you know dedicate this week's episode to Elijah and Taylor, obviously, who are no longer with us. Um, I just want to say I know it's cool to hit on EA a lot of times. People just hit the EA. Um, but what they've done this week is nothing short of astounding. Um I have an image for you, Karen, to put up as well. Um, yep. They've created a Jacksonville tribute, tribute where they've basically put up a comment about the events. Um, and it basically, I'll just read it out here. <clears throat> so they've created a fund and a live stream event. So they've gone, they've gone on record to state the events last weekend in Jacksonville will impact the gaming community forever. We can't begin to understand the pain so many are going through, nor do we pretend to have all the answers that will help us through this healing process. But as so often the case, our community inspires us. Uh, The way you're coming together, the outpouring of support for all those affected by this tragedy is incredibly uplifting. We want to join you. So today, we are establishing the Jacksonville Tribute. First, we are making a $1 million contribution to support the victims of last Sunday's events. We're also working together to set up a fund where others can contribute alongside our donation. And we will come back to you very soon with further details on this. Contributions will go to the victims, including the families of Taylor Robertson and Elijah Clayton, and all those who were affected. We would like to help uh, by bringing the gaming community together and unite and play through the Jacksonville Tribute live stream next Thursday, September 6th. We've heard from so many of you that... uh, that you would like to make uh, a contribution to support the victims and to show that this horrific event will not define us, but only severe, uh, only serve to make our community stronger. We're already working together so many to help uh, to make this happen, uh, this event happen for the live stream. We'll see our details very soon. So, <laughs> just a very real life tale, and I don't really want to get into the whole gun laws and about America and world politics is just a very it's a very sad moment um so it is it's, it's a very it's it, it the news is very shocking because it's something that hits very close to home usually whenever we talk about gaming we we started we started talking about gaming from we were young and you know we started deep diving and talking from like you know the the nes right up through and and we've mentioned a few times we've alluded a few times that you know 
gaming used to be this basement dwelling thing that you did by yourself and maybe you talked to your friends about or maybe there was a few close friends that did it but it was never it was never a mainstream thing when we were younger and we were lucky enough to get to see video games turn from a thing that was almost an alienating hobby and a hobby that can put you in in contact with like-minded people and can actually be a social thing and that's not yeah. even the rise of online games. I mean, now it's come full circle where people play games online and then they, they you know, you'll meet people, you'll go to events, you know, there's a, with, yeah. with the internet now, people can find events that they can go and things like this happening. It's horrible. I, I the, the one thing I know, again, I don't want to get under any crazy laws or anything like that because that's not what we're here for. But And I don't think that I, I have anything to add either any arguments at all but the one thing that that i i only hope is that i hope that gaming tournaments and gaming events and things do continue and i hope that they that they continue to be an outlet for a lot of people that where people can go and meet up and hang out and that that the good things that have come as a result of years of gaming can continue to happen and that it's not that this isn't going to forever be a black stain on on what can yeah. be a fantastic hobby i don't want i i want i want the the the, the i want people to remember as you so rightly have the 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 two people who lost their lives so fucking tragically and not not that it turns out to be a bad thing overall you know that we can continue on and remember and improve and and not let it not let this one horrible horrible person ruin what has become a, a sort a source of solace for so many people? Yeah, hundred percent. But <clears throat> anyway, let's let's move on with the show. Uh, on back to gaming news. Well, it was very gaming news, but back to you know more relevant topics. Um, did you see Streets of Rage four? <laughs> My it? God, that is the best way of getting me back on track. Holy crap! Streets of Rage. Fuck me. Oh, we've talked about Streets of Rage. You talked about your experience yes. playing it with your sister. I've talked about my experience of playing it when I was younger and just loving that game. But do you know the thing that really just... It's just the icing on the cherry on the cake for me is the fact that Streets of Rage 4 is being made by the same people that made Wonder Boy, the Dragon's Trap remake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's in good hands. It's, <laughs> it's, think, in, it's in good I, hands. I think what has happened here and I think we can all thank uh, Sonic Mania for this for you who don't know what Sonic Mania was basically a little independent team last year of like eight people wasn't it Kieran? Uh, yeah it was it was yeah. something like that it was less than ten <laughs> they they were in like kind of made their own Sonic game you know online years ago and it kept getting pulled down by Sega due to copyright infringement uh, long story short uh Sega didn't really know what to do with Sonic uh, for many years. Evidently. It was just, it was, yeah. So they decided, you can make a little downloadable game for like, what, 12 quid? Uh, have a go at it, see what you make. And they turned out to make the the best Sonic game ever. <laughs> yeah. And and even a Metacritic. And it has sold gangbusters so much so that they released a physical release. And... They on the same year as Sega had an idea. Oh, we'll bring out this big 3D Sonic game, Sonic, Sonic fucking Forces, Colors or something, or fucking whatever it was, uh, for like forty quid, and uh, it just bombed. Nope. And Sonic <laughs> Force, uh, Sonic Mania, uh, just outsold it. So I think Sega are in this place now, where they're kind of like, you know, as you say, Wonder Boy is the same team. Uh, I think they're at this point now. It was like, you know what, we need to have these dev teams. Obviously, these dev teams grew up playing these games so just let them do what they do uh so i think sega are doing the right thing they're going here's our baby i'm walking away <laughs> do what you got to do you see because you know there's going to be a sonic mania too as well eventually. oh yeah yeah definitely the way the way that it works and this is the, the thing that i like about it is that sega and nintendo are taking two completely different approaches now i'm not talking about the whole yeah. rom thing that's going on lately um it's more more about uh, the way that these companies interact with fans that are making fan works. Now, I understand yeah. that, you know, if you're, you know, by the book and by the laws, there is a legal precedence to say you're not allowed to use our characters and blah, 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 blah. 
But where Nintendo were going in and completely wiping the floor with anybody that tries to bring out anything, like the Metroid 2 remake, shot down. Pokemon Uranium with brand new Pokemon that they made up, shot down. You know, anything that even looks like a Nintendo IP is completely shot down. But look at the value that Sega are getting by embracing that community and actually working with them in order to, you know make sure that this is something that can align to the brand. Now you have, as you yeah. rightly said, people growing up playing these games have now come full circle where they are now contributing back into the fandom that probably was a source of inspiration to get on it in the first place. Do you know what I mean? Oh, definitely. It's, uh, it's, um, uh... <sighs> once I seen the video of the trailer, um, <sighs> you can probably link it in the comments. Yes. Below. I, I turn. I, I I really really. It was one of those moments where I realized my age. Now I'm only thirty five years of age now, but when you work with people who are in their early twenties and some even in their teens, uh, you you tend to forget about it because I do that thing where I oh, oh you know I'm just a big I'm a big comedian at work. Yeah. Um, but I got the links sent to me and. Uh, I stand with a guy and work and I was all, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And I was all, watch this with me. Because I knew what it was, but I didn't watch it on my own. I just watched this with me. And he was all, is that a cartoon or what? Or what? Or what's ah, that? no. No. And I just felt my, I felt my age. You just but felt the grey hairs growing. You were like, oh no. What? Just, is this the timeline that we're on with gaming? Is this, this just where we're at? It's just, it's almost, we're being spoilt. We are being spoiled with just all this content, as you say, Monster Boy, Streets of Rage 4, Smash Brothers, Spider-Man's on the horizon as well, Red Dead Redemption. There's just so much. And me, like an idiot, I'll play it all and be skint. Hmm. And uh, you'll be sitting there uh, with your Pokemons, and I'll be like, have you played this shit? Have you played this shit? Have you played this shit? And you'll be like... No, I'm just waiting for Daniel to awkwardly avoid the Celeste question. Yes. Which brings me to the <laughs> Celeste question, yes. Aaron. Have you purchased Celeste yet? I have not, but yeah. keep, an eye, keep an eye on my Twitter. The reason being, all right, is that I am, you know, a regular working man. Got to pay his bills, yes. you know. You got to claim that hole. Exactly. <laughs> And unfortunately, that <laughs> unfortunately, you asked me to buy Celeste the week before payday. <laughs> okay, okay, you're forgiven. You so are forgiven. Now we are at the show of payday, so I have no excuse, and it is on my list. Yeah, and no I am excuse. also on a bit of a trip this weekend. I'm going over to a friend's wedding, so I think a new game for the travels would probably be welcome. So I think that. Uh, so you have to get it on Switch then. Oh yeah, that the plan is to get it on Switch. My, I, I think I'm, I'm. Uh, subconsciously I, I I now whenever I think of a new game that's on every platform I automatically think of it on Switch for some reason I think the Switch is now my main console have you have you done that thing where you own the game on like the Playstation and on your PC and you go it's on the Switch I could probably get my Switch out. yeah I've, I've done, done a few that yet, uh, Wonder Boy oh. I've bought Wonder Boy everywhere <laughs> and I was like yeah great I'll I've do done, that I don't know I have this relationship with Mojang and Minecraft and they fucking love me because I am an idiot. <laughs> I am a fucking I I'll love your relationship with Minecraft. Fuck me, Pank. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, right? I'll tell you right. It's a fairy tale. Right. Yes. Minecraft blew up about what, three years ago? It Jesus, really, three years really ago? Fuck, it's, uh, it was a longer it was a, nad. Oh, Jesus, there you go. Show yeah, me age But, um... The but anyway, so it came out in PC and everybody's when I was working a game, people were always coming on and asking, Could you buy it? But it was an early access and like, no, you have to download it. But eventually I think Xbox got involved and uh the the you know, like it was exclusivity layer or something. So um I won a free Xbox and work. Great uh, one on incentive and work. And uh the manager at the time, I was all, oh, here we're being targeted on this Minecraft digital code. Go and buy a Minecraft digital code. And she was literally standing there with the console. <laughs> and she didn't say it, but she was basically saying, you're fucking getting this, buy this code. So I was like, no, that's grand. I'll shoot the breeze. And I think I even messaged you, let's play Minecraft together sometime. Mm. Uh, so got Minecraft, played it for about half an hour. I think I bought the wee house that looked like a shed. 
Yeah. Put a wee wonder when it no, no, hat there. I thought there was good there, like hat there. And I never played it again after that. Never so then, it. fast forward a year later, it comes out in PlayStation free. And uh, PlayStation free at the time was my primary console, and I was thinking, where people I know on PlayStation could, uh, could play that demo. I could play that one. Make it this wee Minecraft thing. And that's all. Get on that there. It's got on it. Uh, bought me a wee house, window door, so that's good there. Uh, now I played it again. So fast forward an hour a year later, it comes out in Vita. That's <laughs> fucking. What there? There be good there. Cause I have a kid now. <laughs> like that wee Minecraft game. Uh, I have a kid now, and you know she dominates the TV during the day. So I could just like grind out a wee island and you know just bowl something and all that carry on. Got the Vita version. Bought me a wee shed, wee door, wee window. Oh, there's good there. So that was grand. So then it comes out and switch, and I'm like, nah, I fucking learnt my lesson, man. No, I fucking, I've, I've fucking four idle sheds in a digital fairyland somewhere. Fucking no heating. The dampness must be fucking rotting the wood away in those houses. So I was like, nah, I've learnt my lesson. I'm nah. done. And uh, so comes out and switch, and I'm like. Not, not going to do it. Done playing the video, I'm not playing the Switch. And then they did the Nintendo pack. Oh, uh, yeah, with the Mario the and all? Like uh, the and they did the Mushroom Kingdom and all, and play the song. And I was all, fuck. That there's good there. <laughs> That's way better than my wee shed. <laughs> so I made a shed with a mushroom roof. Yes. Put on a wee window. Haven't played it since. <laughs> all the while, Mojang are going. Yeah, well, what else can we release this on now? They do this boy's head on. <laughs> so just to, just to make you feel old, all right? Just to yes. just to really make us feel old here. The yeah. first version of Minecraft, all right, that was released on the Tig forums, like it was, you know, because mind he done that thing where he just put it up and he was like, he was like, the, it was like the birth of early access. It's like the yeah. only fucking or one of the very few early access success stories. It, it first went up on the 17th of May, 2009. Jesus Christ. In May, Fuck now, me. next May, Minecraft will be 10 years old. That's mental. Holy That is crazy. Uh, I can't say nothing you're well, on about. I got a wee, got my box made with a window on it. I got a fucking creeper tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, we're, we're in the depths here, brother. And the worst thing is, I build uh, them wee huts as well. And I've got to fucking. But tell me this. I have to explain this to my fucking that, children. How much, how much did that creeper tattoo cost you? Oh, nothing. So I got away. I got so away. Yeah. All right, there. You got it for free. Yeah. I fucking purchased Minecraft five times for fifteen quid. <laughs> uh, so, and how does it do it? How does it do it? It's, it's so know. popular that you've asshole. bought it fucking ten times, and I drew it on myself permanently. I'm I'm a fucking asshole. What That's happened? all it is. I'm just like, oh my god. But before <laughs> we get into this middle show, you mentioned there we're in episode nine. Yes. So that's nine hours. Nine long ass half hour hour long shows <laughs> <laughs> that's so nine we, of the longest half hours ever so folks you have a choice from this episode on you can either watch the lord of the rings trilogy back to back or listen to us talk shit about minecraft and all our games so because that's what i said today i was like oh my god we're a lord of the rings trilogy it's, it's us now we're a fucking we're, we're, a, we're a Lord of the Rings what we have to go for is the extended trilogy long is that like episode uh, 15 episode or something 12 12 13 <laughs> fuck but to go I, yet? again Lord of the Rings is my favourite film of all time and I remember when the extended edition came out in Blu-ray when Blu-ray was such a big thing it was all gold and all and I had it in DVD and I loved Lord of the Rings I fucking loved it I was like yes I need this and uh <laughs> so I'm fucking at it. Uh, <laughs> so it came out in Blu-ray and it was like 70 quid and I was like, oh, I don't care, man. I need all that. I need that high-res content. I need those high-res orcs. How you then Blu-rays? I went and, I went and they sm- uh, HMV purchased it. I've yet to watch it. <laughs> and I was in Tesco's last night at f- fucking 11 o'clock at night buying Bibi Mock and uh, I seen the 4K version. The exact same packaging. I was all... <laughs> man, man. 
might uh might let's, bad, let's uh. get that there <laughs> and it was like an external entity went no don't my mind's only okay. has one k it says four here like it's good there it's just fucking there's that there's good there <laughs> some good case i must get there my, my tv does four k's so playstation 2 playstation 2 speaking of of 4k blu-rays and then blu-rays now we're going to go back to dvds and talk about the playstation 2 my goodness what a console playstation 2 was probably i would say the biggest turning point in my sort of life as a gamer it was just what did they get the, the release the playstation 2 originally came out on the 4th of march 2000 in japan and we got yeah. it we got it here uh just at the end of 2000 like at the end of november and you think now they would never do that now like if a ps5 came out next week they wouldn't release it in japan first and europe like five months later people would be fucking they'd be rats the last time it's i remember how, uh, it's changed like as it's, it's cra- as you it's say, crazy it was, a, it was not only was it a pivotal point for you i think it was a pivotal point for you know gamers and i know we've t- touched on it multiple times throughout several episodes but playstation i always feel were the the pioneers to take it out of your bedroom and have it in your sitting room and have it as a a social thing you know like a primary you know oh, what are you doing oh, i'm playing the playstation in yeah. the sitting room there was two, a normal thing there was know? two things that really kind of done that for the playstation 2 for me one was that was the dvd player the fact that you could buy it as a DVD player and put it under your, your living room, the same way that the PlayStation 1 was also a CD player, so you didn't have to buy a, a separate CD player. Like, you had that, yeah. and as well, it was, if I'm not mistaken, now someone can can point me in a direction of a different one if I'm wrong, but it was at least the first major console that was very strongly marketed as standing upright. So it, like, right, it, right. it looked different, it was sleek, it was cool. Even the Wii PlayStation logo on the front of the DVD drawer like turns 90 degrees, you know, so it's sitting the right way. You know, whenever yeah. you stand the console up and it was just, there was something about it just that, and you know, that it, it just, it looked different. It felt premium. It didn't feel like a toy. It felt yeah. like a premium piece of technology. Well, I mean, 150 million fucking units sold. So obviously everybody felt the same way. It was fucking. It was just <clears throat> as you said, a DVD player, and I think it was the same price as a DVD player at the time. So, you know, like if you're going on the like an electronic store, I mean, it made sense because it had so much more multi, you know, multimedia features, and um, it's it was it was what Xbox wanted to do with the Xbox One, and I think maybe that was my mindset. What Sony achieved with the PS2 with multimedia. It was like your all-in-one device. It was everything. Um, it's, it was just everybody but their mother had one. I think, and I think another thing that really helped it, you know, st- you know, get it push those numbers up was you know the amount of like hardware re-releases of the same unit. You know, like the slum models and, and things like that. You know, like like I remember having the PS Two Slum. It was just like wafer fun, and you just tapped it and it just popped open. It was just. And still, as you said, it felt premium as well. It was just, you know, like you could, the thing with the PS2, you could see, like you have a PS2, like you could literally put your hand on about 40 unbelievable stand the test of time games. That's still, you know, stand the test of time today. I mean, there's one game in particular, I mean, Shadow of the Colossus. Now, and this is where a credit to Sony um, I think you might need your clickies here to investigate this for me. But Shadow of the Colossus on the PS2 tanked, didn't sell well at all, did not do well. Uh, they actually, I think they redid the box art for Europe as well to try and push sales. Um, it, it, it just didn't have any traction. But as Sony's faith in it, and they just knew it was such a special game, they promoted the life of it. It didn't sell great in the PS2, but then they re-released it on the PS3. They up-resed it, and they released, re-released it on PS4. And yours truly has purchased every single one of them. Um, but it's <laughs> one of those games where, you know what, it's like Ocarina of Time. It's it's up there with Ocarina of Time. I mean, like I know like a lot of people say, oh, you know, this is my favorite game, but Shadow of Classes is up there, effectively, with, on par with that, because it's just such a... 
Wow. No, like, I, I never knew no. that sold so badly. Yeah, oh, it's tanked horribly. Really, really horribly. Globally, it sold 1.14 million units, right? There you go. There 0.78 million of those were in North America. Do you know how many they sold in Europe? Many. 30,000. That's insane. Oh, my God. And that's a game that's, and like, have... pivotal. Like, it's fucking yes. groundbreaking, yeah. historical. And I, I mean, and that's a credit, to, I think, to Sony, because... It was it's only really sold until now. I mean, they really released it this year as with like it had all the 4K and they proper reskinned it as gorgeous looking and it's actually sold now. I, mean, I think it was like number one for several months. Um, but it just it just goes to show you, even though they 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 all oh, does not sell like many developers or publishers as well. Just went, no, that's just not that, that's done. They just like. They were, they were like, we know this is a good game. We're going to push this through and push this through. And it goes on to the other games as well. I mean, there's so many other games that they they had that they pushed and had faith in as well. So it was just a credit to them. Because again, they're such... It was only Sony, it was only Sony's second console. Yeah. So, I mean, they were dipping their toe properly into their pawns. Like the, the PS1 did phenomenally well. They had no idea what they were about to step into. I mean, in the fact... How long were PlayStation the brand in business? What six years? And they're going up against Nintendo and yeah. Sega here in here. 40, 50 years. Yeah, they, they, it wasn't even that they were in the business; that like they were the business. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's like it, it's it's mad that we like us now deciding to bring out a new fucking cola to compete with Coke and Pepsi. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It, it's insane to try and go up against like Sega and Nintendo, like two big juggernauts, and fucking kill Sega pretty much straight away. Yeah. Like we talked That's about insane. the Dreamcast already, but they just murdered Sega straight away. Yeah. Um, can I tell you a, a, a fairy tale? It's uh, quite funny and quite rude in relation to uh, the PlayStation 2. Go for it. Um, have you ever heard, or you might have seen it during the World Cup? Because uh, I know you love them sports. Oh, I love them. They sports. were advertising the. It's, it's kind of like um, what's the name of it? AliExpress, but it's a company called Wish. You ever yeah, seen? Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. Basically, it's like it's kind of like eBay, but like dead, dead cheap stuff, and it's all like imported from China and Japan. Yeah. And uh, but during the World Cup, they got loads of celebrity footballers. They um, promoted, you know, like Rene and Ronaldo, all yeah. these guys, like they paid a fortune to advertise it. And I never, I never talk with seriously. I never, I never thought twice about it. But there's, um, I was chatting uh, to a person I know, and uh, I seen the Wish app on their phone, and I was all, "Do you have that Wish app, there? And he was all, "I do." And I was all, "Is that any good?" He goes, "It's actually brilliant," you know. And uh, as a what is it? And he explained it. He showed me a few, like a layout of it. And he goes, it's really good because the customer service is brilliant. Because if you don't like the thing, instead of you send it back, they just give you your money back. Okay. So I was just like, Shrekers out there. Sounds good there. <laughs> so I thought, I says to myself, I'll download it, have a wee nosy through it. And if there's anything on it, you know what? I'll have a five pound rule for my first order. Yeah. So if it's I do that as well. Usually shit, we have new site. Uh, as also, if it's a piece of shit, it's a fiver, I'm out of fiver. Like, aye, no, big deal. You know what I mean? You lost it down the side so, of the sofa. So I download the app, and as soon as I download it, it prompts me, oh, thank you for creating a Wish account. Select one of the following items for free and just pay the postage. Uh, and and like, they're showing me things like a wallet, a watch, a car key, Bluetooth thing, and a clapper and all. And me being paranoid, I was like, "No, I don't want any of that. I just, don't, I, I don't trust you yet, so I'm aye. not giving you. I don't want, I don't want my free aye. gift." Yeah, you're coming on too but, strong uh, here. What's the catch? You're probably wondering, how is this related to the PlayStation? Oh, I, I'm sure you'll one. bring it back. <laughs> I'll bring it back, don't you? So I says to myself, "No, I don't. I'll order a wee figure. You know what? I might order a wee toy because that's what us mature thirty-five-year-old men who have oh, children of do." Course. No, I had to buy myself a toy. I get them toys. Like. So uh, I'm looking through like Zelda figures and you know trying to find amiibos and stuff. And I was like, oh, you know. Yeah, and then I thought, you know what? I would love a Metal Gear Solid figure. I would love a Metal Gear Solid figure because uh, 
my brother's in Japan at the moment, and uh, he sent me pictures and stuff of like you know the play art figures. Oh, just, they're fantastic! They're, yeah. they're unbelievable. And I've even said to him, you know, go and get me one, and he doesn't want to buy me one because he's just worried that um, it will get ruined in transit. Um, yeah, they're like art pieces. So, they're amazing looking. Yeah. I, I used to have one. And I fucking loved it. In fact, sorry, I'm a liar. I still have one. And it's only one I've got. And it's fucking beautiful. So, uh, so I'm searching away. And obviously the app, you know, you could probably give some knowledge on this. It's doing algorithms, basically giving you recommendations based on your searches or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking for Metal Gear Solid figures. And, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not finding what I want. But I know I don't know what I'm looking for at the same time. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Um, Nothing's tickling your fancy. Yes. Um. So, so I typed in. I saw. It, I, I I deleted. You know the keyword Metal Gear Solid, and I just typed in Snake Eater, because obviously my favorite Metal Gear Solid game is Metal Gear Solid Free Snake Eater. So I typed in Snake Eater. Um, because obviously that's what the game's called. So I thought that would eliminate it down. So you know that would get me a, a big boss figure. Uh, an Ocelot figure or something like that. Mm. So the first two searches were Metal Gear figures. Then the third one down was, um, I'm just going to say it, Blowjob Cream. <laughs> to help you enjoy, to help you enjoy the... Uh, the experience the, of eating, what, the eating experience, a snake. Eating a snake. <laughs> you enjoy that <laughs> transaction back and forth. Um, so... Naturally, as any other person would, you just close that and what the fuck? <laughs> so I was like, nope. Did you keep scrolling? You were so, all, I'm, I want that play no. arts figure. <laughs> <laughs> the next day, I clean forget myself, and uh, I was explaining uh, to my wife, you know, this AliExpress, <laughs> or this West app, and uh, <laughs> I load up the app, and it gives me all these recommendations, and it's just all these guys standing on their briefs with really clingy type boxers saying snake cream oil <laughs> snake eating oil and I'm like what the fuck <laughs> so I uninstalled the app and I'd never purchased anything so Wish never got my five pounds <laughs> this week's episode brought to you by our sponsors Wish <laughs> download today for all your snake eating needs <laughs> so kids be careful what you type on the internet because the internet is a dark place <laughs> it gets dark, really dark, dark really fast oh, Jesus Christ oh, I never God. typed snake eater oh, so, they, so there you go Met- <laughs> wow. Metal Gear Solid snake eater and Wish <laughs> PS2 favourite game on PS2 okay. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm totally derailed. Uh, <laughs> so good. But anyway, uh, see, the hang is now is that any story I tell after this is going to be fucking crap compared to, you know what I mean? It's automatically going to suck. <laughs> Anyways. I've done that only happened like three weeks ago, and, I, and I, was, I was preparing for the podcast this week. I was going through all the games I wanted to talk about, and I, I typed on Snake Eater, and I was like, oh, Jesus. Oh, mind. Oh, it, mind. it all I've came back it. to me. It's, uh, it, it just came back to me like a flashback of Wish, so it's uninstalled. It's, <laughs> you know, it's funny because I was like, thinking back as well about like different, uh, you know, about stuff to talk about in this episode, and I, I have one memory involving PlayStation Two that just it, it it for me it just sort of shows how common the system was. Like, do you remember when you were younger, it was like you had your games, you looked after your games, you looked after your console, it, you know, and, and you, you put it away when you were done and it was all nice. Yeah, and, yeah. No, I mean, you took care of it. I remember. Did you ever do that thing when you got a new console where, you know, you unboxed it and you played it for an hour and you were like, yeah, that's brilliant there. And then once you're done playing with it, you put it back in the actual console Aye, box. Because you want that feeling of unboxing it again. <laughs> that's it, no way. <laughs> Whereas now, yeah, you must do not have a PS4 and Xbox One. I'm putting it back in the fucking box again. I know, Jesus. I uh, the this was back whenever I used to work in a uh, a a a video game retailer, which is still about. So I will not name names, but I I worked in a retailer at the time, and I was very pally with all the people that I worked with. We um we hung out outside of work and. Um, I lived in a house with a few people that worked in the same place as me as well. It was all good fun. 
So it was just a house of just hanging out, playing games, just whatever. It was all good fun. And the PlayStation 2 was pretty much the big console at the time. It was just about near the end of the PlayStation 2's life cycle and PlayStation 3 was announced, not out yet. And Xbox 360, I think, had just come out or else it was just about to come out. But anyways, I was sitting in the living room and we were all having a, a merry old drink and enjoying ourselves. It was all good fun. And we were playing uh, Guitar Hero, which, again... What a fucking game. I know, what the original fucking, fucking Guitar Hero. How much did that blow your mind? Now, me, I've, I know I've <laughs> talked about it before, but I've played guitar for years. So when I, like, I think 20 fucking four years or something. So whenever a guitar thing comes out, I'm going to have a go. It's all it's good fun. But um, the, 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 the PlayStation 2 started freezing. And it just, it was a fat PlayStation 2, one of the original ones. And it started uh-huh. freezing. Now, I also have some retails surrounding my time working there, but I will I will allude to some of them now. Uh, my manager at the time was very pally with all us as well, but he was just a fucking madman. And right, okay. he was he was out with us and we all had a, an impromptu staff night out. We were playing guitar here when he was there and the PlayStation started skipping. All right, it was fucking we we're trying to play guitar we we're trying to do fucking solos and the whole thing was just falling over itself it was a horrible time we weren't in the mood for it right and he without a second breath just walked over pulled the cables out of the back of the playstation 2 lifted it fired it across the room shattered and they like a million fucking pieces and then turned around and says tomorrow morning i will lift you a new one there was that many playstation 2s going about being traded in, being bought, being sold, new refurb units, blah, 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 blah. That he literally just yeah. fucking obliterated one and just went, oh, we'll just get another one. And for me at the time, I was just thinking, wow, that is how common they are. That you can literally just turn around and explode one off a wall and go, yeah, it's just, yeah. just left another one. And that, like, that was, you say, 150 million units sold? 150 million units sold, over 1 billion games sold. Jesus Christ. And that doesn't include like pre owned and like there was always the battle against pre owned, you know, like reselling and you know, you sell on the store and the store selling to someone else because obviously Sony is not getting any slice of that second hand pie. Yeah. Um so like you're probably not gonna even probably two hundred million if you if you take that all that into consideration. Yeah. It's yeah, the it's numbers a, like that's only the official like boxed numbers. But like PlayStation. A billion two's, games sold. Yeah. Well, no, Sony's claim, all right. Now it, it does. It this no. does state that uh, that over one and a half billion PS2 titles have been sold since the system launched, and Sony claims that yeah. there are ten thousand eight hundred games available for it. Okay, that is mad. Now that's across all regions, and I I think as well late in the console's life cycle, they pretty much just turned around and said to anybody like work away and just develop and release games for the PlayStation 2 we don't care because we're worrying about the PlayStation 3 so that had a huge slew of games come out as well but I mean the amount of uh, games that came out for that system and now the thing was right and this is this is my one wee tiny gripe right it's the only gripe uh-huh. I've got with the PlayStation 2 and it's something that just boils my fucking blood and it's probably one of the reasons why I love the 360 as well and you know like after a playstation 2 but fuck me those spines were so boring looking oh the box uh, yeah they just, uh, it's white generic black they? text did you ever see that like the us ones like they had like Never. the box art like wrap around the side and it looked like you know xbox 360 games or whatever where you know like the you know each spine looks a bit different and it's a bit more interesting yeah. to look at and whatever like i have i think it's like 102 i think or like 103 playstation 2 games in the game room at the moment and it, yeah. it, it just looks like one of them fucking encyclopedias that you like you know buy off a fucking door-to-door salesman it's just a, just a yeah. big slew of games, and that's it. And and the Platinum series, just I mean, I think that's actually nicer looking because it's a bit different. It's like silver and black, yeah, and it stands it's gonna, out. It stands out a bit, like. But I've got all those grouped together. Mentioned this, uh, I mentioned this a few weeks ago. One of the things I really did like about their their boxes, though, is that they, you put your memory card on it. I have lost Love so that. many memory cards inside them fucking boxes. 
But Jesus, it was so handy. Because back then I actually used that where I went to like a mitt's house and I brought my memory card with me and stuff. I, I, I just I just love that wee feature. It's, about a, it's a shame. Memory, well, you could never do it now, but like memory cards, they still do exist in forms of USB. But could you imagine, you know, like a console and like an Xbox, a PS4, like having like a, a physical memory card for a game? There'd be an uproar, mind you, but... There's just something about the magic of a memory card, wasn't there? There was just like it was yeah, just like that you could take your saves over, and that was it. It's like it was like you know nowadays it's like sign into your Xbox Live account and get your yeah. cloud saves on the on the internet cloud to download on your mates. That just no, just fucking stick it on the USB pen or well not even I just stick it on this wee, this wee bit of plastic just to walk over to your mates house and fucking jam it under the front of the console and just load up your save and whatever. Um, my 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 love of 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 that era was just personified so much, and that whole idea of like putting your memory card in the box and taking it with you was. I remember at the time, I I whenever the PlayStation was really big, I was going to university for the first time, and I had bought, yeah. I'd gone, I'd I'd gone down to uh the Belfast for the day shopping because that was what you did, and I had money, and I was like everybody else was going down to get clothes or going to Disney shop or whatever else that we didn't have in Derry. And I was like, no, no, I want to get a game. I want to get a game. I want to get a game. And I walked on and I, and the, the, the game that was down here and the platinum version of Final Fantasy X had just come out. Okay. So I had gone and bought that and I bought a memory card as well because I, I, I just, I think I just wanted another one to move it was on sale or something or whatever. Yeah. And I, I, I put the memory card inside the box and I anytime I was going to university because I would do that thing where I would go to university during the week and then travel back home at the weekend and I would just yeah. fire in my backpack would be PlayStation 2 all the cables and the Final Fantasy 10 box and inside it was the memory card and that was just it was like that was the wee pack you know you just opened it plugged on a memory card fired a dust gun and that was you ready to go no updates no hacking clouds no signing on no nothing just played a fucking game do you know what I mean? Just uh, do you remember the PS1 had like a wee money screen? It was like an add-on where it yeah. was just like a wee screen. It had that wee did thing. Did the PS2 plug- have that? Uh, the PlayStation 2 did have a screen, but I don't know if it was an official like first party screen. Oh, uh, it would just be interesting. I mean, I don't think like you mentioned those numbers, like a billion sales across everything once you add it up. What I just said now, I'm just going to be. If they prove me wrong, they prove me wrong. Um, I don't think they will. Those numbers will never be achieved again, ever. There's never going to be a, a platform like a PS5 or a Nintendo Switch 2 or that are going to turn around at the end of that life cycle and go, we sold a billion games. There's no way that's going to happen anymore. It's it's mad. That, that's my That's my. That's my ticket to the bank. Like those numbers are crazy. Like the the fact that they were able to shift that many units. Now the another thing as well about the PlayStation Two that it had that now I I remember fucking saying this to someone and them telling me that I was mad and I it was only years later that I read up on it and I was like yeah I knew that was the thing. The PlayStation Two, another one of its mad innovations, it had pressure sensitive buttons on the DualShock Two. Oh, yeah. So if okay. you were if you were playing a game that supported it, obviously that say you were pressing like X and Circle and Triangle and whatever, the harder you pressed the button, it was like an analog under those buttons. Oh, I never knew that. And Gran Turismo, I think it was Gran Turismo. It was there Gran Turismo or Red Racer, one of the recent games. But remember, it used to be a common thing. It was just X was the accelerator because PS Two didn't have triggers. It just had R One and R Two. They weren't yeah. like actual triggers. And if you wanted to accelerate, like slow you pressed x lightly and if you wanted to accelerate faster you pushed on x harder and it would drive faster and there was even some like japanese rhythm games that like had you pressing like light circle heavy triangle you know light square and it was just this mad like pressure sensitive thing now a lot of games had some cool ideas for it but it wasn't like a mainstream feature i think a fifa game had like a you know, if you turned on manual passing, you could, like, do a light pass or a heavy pass using these buttons as well. But it was just mad that yeah. they had that idea of, like, putting, you know, like, the harder you press the button, you know, like, it would have a different effect. 
I think you just touched on it last week as well. The fact that, you know, if you had a PS1, your PS1 controllers would work on it as well. You know, like your PS4. Did your PS sorry, did your PS1 memory cards work on it as well? Yes, but only for PlayStation 1 games. Still In look, fact, you required like, it. You required one. PlayStation 2 memory cards weren't compatible with PS1 games, but you could just right. literally take... At the time, this was the thing though. At the time, PlayStation One memory cards—it's like the way it is now. They're they're like it's like as cheap as chips. You know, you could yeah. just you could go into a shop and just pick up one. I think that's going to be the big thing for. I know I've touched on the PS Five and the Xbox Two and the Switch Two, couple times this week, but um, I think that's going to be the big thing. Xbox are, are really pioneering it now with you know their backwards compatibility. I think. Once these big consoles eventually coming out, I think the big thing they're going to push at launch is you can use your controller. You can see all the games that you have. They'll work on it, the discs, the digital versions. They'll do all that. Then they'll they'll obviously go, but if you buy, you know, this version of the game, you get all, all this extra. But mm. they'll definitely, definitely. And the veer off topics because I'm talking... It's in my mind, so I'm going to ask you your opinion on it. And again, if anybody else has any input, let us know in the comments below. Um, <clears throat> what's your stance on the next generation of consoles? Because I think what they're going to do is they're just going to push high-res graphics, 4K, all this carry-on. And no reason I'm asking this, because this week, the Halo collection, which is Halo 1, Halo 2, Halo 3, and Halo 4, on Xbox One, got a 78 gigabyte patch up it for 4k textures jesus like it's just fuck me 78 gigabytes That's i mean mad. like these consoles are going to have to launch with fucking four or five terabyte hard drives see this is the thing I, I just... and this is where i think the next the next generation of consoles is going to be about strange to try and predict because we are getting to the stage now where the storage required for games is just wildly running away with the size of hard drives you know i have three terabytes on my ps4 and i had to physically sit down before the podcast tonight and delete i had to delete like 500 gigabytes just mm. to free up my console because i got i i got a notification saying you've run out of hard drive space and there's some games i was deleting they were like Battlefield 1 was like 107 gig yeah why why is that so big like it's just it's insane it's insane like when you look at Mario Bros 1 and I know I said like an old man would say it but Mario Mario Bros 1 was on a kilobyte was it I, I was about, <laughs> uh, there was an image of of the first screen of Mario that said uh, that this image is bigger than the actual game itself like in storage size like a regular JPEG image of the first screen that we would share around the internet. Now it's bigger than the first fucking Mario game. It's mad. But right, one of three things is going to happen. And this is just my kind of like semi not fucking smart at all opinion on these things. I, I think that either A, it's going to keep going the way it's going. And they're just going to let people continue to deal with it in such a way that you have to delete shit all the time and download 4k texture packs and after you play 10 games you have to delete loads of shit remember they're just either going to keep doing that b they're someone is going to try going media lists where it's like let's just fucking netflix stream everything or download yeah. everything where there's going to be an option where you can either download the game or stream it if you want yeah which depending on the game type it would be fine if it's like a turn-based uh, turn RPG it's not a big deal if it's a fighting game it's fucking terrible because you know frame perfect advantages and all this stuff yeah so that's the second option or the third option which is one that I think is the least likely but would be the most handy is that games will ship on a storage medium if they have to ship physically I get that it's handy now digital is the way to go i am fighting it tooth and nail i like getting stuff in my hands you know i've mm-hmm. I, I think the last big digital switch that i made comfortably was switching the fucking digital music but i, I just Do you enjoy tangible media i enjoy having it there i have an entire fucking room dedicated dedicated there i will buy yeah. a game 
I, I'm not opposed to buying a game digitally, but if it comes out physically, then I'll buy it physically. Or if I know it's coming out physically, I'll wait. Um, yep. Like, for example, just to sidetrack a tiny bit, the current fight I'm having at the moment is uh, the Nier Automata. I haven't played that yet. I could mm-hmm. buy it physically on the PlayStation 4 for mm-hmm. like pretty cheap. But the complete edition is out on the 360, but it's download only. And I'm oh, like, right, okay. what do I do? So that's what I'm saying. Like, I love my physical media. But digital only is the way to go, I think. Or I think it's the way it's going to try and go. Because the, the, the big thing is, is that the ability for people to go on and preload a game up to like 99.9% downloaded on like the for the day the yeah. game comes out so that you can literally at the stroke of midnight just fucking hit play and away you go and you don't have to like you've alluded to before you don't have to wait out in the rain you don't have to brave the elements or get a lift or blah blah and the person who's sitting in their room in the house is getting to play the game before the person who waited in line all night exactly yeah. that i think is going to be the way that people want it or people want it to go but the problem is i think is that it it's gonna it's gonna lead to an increase in fast food gaming. This idea of get it in, play it, delete it, get it in, play it, delete it. Because hard drives yeah. aren't getting bigger fast enough for how big games yeah. are getting. I completely agree with you. We yep. worked in Maplin. How long ago did we work in Maplin? Seven, eight years ago. Seven, eight years ago, and two terabyte hard drives were the fucking max. We're going. They were, I always remember 500 gigabyte hard drives were always in sale. Yep. Always in sale. Two terabytes were the like top of the range, like I'm paying the money and I want, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and like a PS4 standard launches with a 500 gig hard drive on it. Yeah. And so now, it's, it's, it's all right, now if you want to buy, we're now, what, what's that, eight years you were saying? Yeah. In eight years, uh, the size of a hard drive now like you're now i'm talking you're affordable there's always going to be mad ones whenever but your affordable hard drive now five or six terabytes maybe you know yeah you can get that now for a like a hundred odd maybe quid if you buy online maybe not the best brand or whatever but that's what you're sort of getting so we haven't we haven't had a mad increase we've trebled the size of our hard drives in like eight years customer affordable hard drives now look at our games Back whenever we were the, uh, in, like in in Maplin, it was dual layer DVDs for Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty games. Was your hot shit, yeah. and Blu-rays were just fucking insane. And it was like the Blu-rays were like the saving grace because it was like fifty gig on a disc. Yeah, and now it doesn't matter anymore, does it? No, and it was like eight gig on a uh, eight gig on a dual layer DVD, close to nine. Well, I, I, I think it was about nine. The- one of the biggest things that annoys me about the Xbox and PlayStation both do this. Like, Blu-rays hold 50 gig of storage. Um, but they does this thing now where if you put the disc in, the game installs onto the hard drive. Yeah. So even if a game is like 20 gigabytes, it's still going to install. So it's still... And I think they do that. They kind of eliminate, you know, this disc constantly spinning and burning out your drive because we all remember the Xbox red light and the PlayStation 3 yellow light. You know, basically your disk drives dying, so they want to avoid that. Yeah. Um, but it's just so, it's such an annoying feature where you because you just like you're just taking up hard drive space for the sake of taking up hard drive space. Well, not to get not to get super techy about it either, but that was also brought on by 4K. So the point that was making earlier was that um, games are getting bigger faster than hard drives are getting bigger, and yeah. we're running out of space. But the problem is is that we need to put games on hard drives because hard drives yeah. can you can read and write data faster from a hard drive than you can uh-huh. from a disk because you have to search a disk and whatever and it, it's a slow search time yeah. whereas on a hard drive you can get that fast or relatively faster so if you're trying uh-huh. to load a big 4k texture on and you're trying to load multiple 4K textures and there's fucking particles going, explosions of fucking barrels are flying, people are explode people are know what I mean? And it's all going mad and it's online yeah. and all this fucking mad. You haven't got time, or the console hasn't got time to start scanning through a DVD to try and find a texture for that barrel that you're running up to. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it has to be on a hard drive, and that's the reason why they do the installs. So if they don't 
if they don't solve this problem there will be no big libraries installed on like you know where you have like oh choose from a library of you know a hundred games that i've got installed like i turn on my 360 and there's just xbla games coming out the years there's like a fucking hundred of them and loads of space and i think i've got like 500 gig on like an xbox 360 and i i'm not wanting for space i'll give you a perfect example i was um last week i was up in your sister's house yep uh and her boyfriend was he has an xbox one x but he's had one for quite a while and for people who don't who listen i'm like what's an xbox one x it's basically an xbox one but plays games in 4k high resolution you know if you ever walk past a sony center yeah if you ever walk past a sony center and you see like you know big super high res images that's pretty much it but he was showing me his games and you know he's showing me like gears of war and fuck me it's unreal looking i mean visually it's incredible looking um but he had like five games on his hard drive yeah, and it was full. And, and his hard drive was full. And it's just... To me, I mean, this is how bad it's getting. I, I was uh, going through the PlayStation store last week and they were doing this big big sale, you know, like a summer sale, you know, get this and get this and get this. And Gran Turismo was on it. And I have never played Gran Turismo on the PS4. And uh, I played every Gran Turismo game, and I know people. Some people hate them. I actually love them. I find them quite kind of, you know. I enjoy the recent game. On and then. Um, but I remember looking at it, and I remember looking at a review just to see what it was like. And then I, I scrolled down, and the hard drive, you know, hard drive requirement was eighty-four gigabytes, and it was only a tenner. And I was just like, nope, not buying it. So they lost a sale from me, and now maybe that's just me being super nerdy, but I find that 84 gigabytes space more valuable than, you know, um, like uh, maybe that's just me being super nerdy, because as you say, I can download it and delete it, but I, I, I don't want to delete it. Like, you know, if I'm downloading 84 gigabytes, I would like to have it in my hard drive for quite some time. I'm, I'm exactly the same, and, because it's a time investment. You've sat there and, and you've downloaded it. We've gone off the rails a bit, but... This no, is sorry, what we I, do. I, I, right, a wee bit behind the scenes, but I know how I'm going to tie it in, so feel free to keep going. Okay. Um, I remember when, uh, just as I was leaving game, uh, I, was, I was leaving game just kind of when the Destiny 2 was coming out. It was kind of like, I'm a liar, it was slightly before then. But um, I won an incentive for, you know, like a like a PS4 Pro and I thought brilliant uh, got got the PS4 Pro and all that guy on and uh, I very foolishly didn't like I, I never knew you could do it but basically there was an option where you could uh, copy all your content to a USB drive and then plug that USB drive back into the new console and then just basically copy it over so I never knew you could do that so what I did is I physically when I got my new console I went into my account and physically downloaded everything again yep and left, I left the PlayStation running for like three days for everything to yeah. download. Um, I remember getting a phone call that week from my broadband provider, Virgin Media, <laughs> and they were asking me, they were asking me to check my account because they felt that somebody had tapped into my network. And I was like, "Why?" And they were also, "You've downloaded one point six terabytes this week." One point like, six yeah. terabytes. As all, and I had to explain it again. He's all. That's the highest I've ever seen. <laughs> so, and I and like you the PlayStation does, doesn't do these big four K seventy eight gigabytes. No, but I know it's coming. It's going to happen eventually. Yeah, that four K demands so, it, and that's just that. But I think in summary, you've had the nail on the head. The hard drive spaces hasn't grown as fast as you know game game space because if it were me, if I was a, there should be a limit. Do you remember Nintendo used to have a limit? You could only release free games on the NES because the NES was so popular. Yeah, there and should then be a people, hard drive limit. Yeah, people started forming different companies so that they could release multiple games. Yeah. So like it was weird, you know, there was different companies with like multiple names and stuff. But the, 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 there should be a limit. There should be a hard drive limit. I mean, there how should, much is too much? Really? There should be, but I mean, the 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 thing that it's going to lead to, and I, I mean, I said it earlier on. 
but just to elaborate, is that it will lead to the rise in, in this thing that I've heard referred to as fast food gaming, where you just yeah. get in, play the game, get rid of the game, da 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 Because one of my favorite things to do, yeah. you know, I don't do it as often as I should, I really should get back on it, but one of my favorite things to do would be uh, go into the game room that I have set up in here. I have videos on, on the channel, show, like on my YouTube channel, showing like all the game room and stuff, but it's pretty much every console up to the Wii U all connected up the two TVs and just a wall of just games. And I and now I haven't played fucking one percent of the games that are on that wall, but I loved going through, picking out that one. Oh, one with that one is I'll pick out one and just going on like a discovery. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And just try that, try that, play that for five minutes. Oh no, I don't like that. But I kinda like the idea, so I'll play this and I'll play and then sometimes you just get lost and you play something for like a week and you're like, Oh my god, I never even knew what this game was, but it was there and I found it and it was brilliant. And it's this lovely journey of discovery. You can't do that. Because now if you wanna mm. go if I yeah. wanna if I buy a game now and I play it and this time next year and it's on my four K seventy-eight gig patch, whatever fucking this Halo collection, right? And I wipe it yeah. because I've run out of space. And next year, we want to sit down and I want to go on a wee journey of discovery and I find my Halo disc and I go, I wouldn't mind playing that Halo. I have to sit for hours and hours and hours mm-hmm. and hours. Now, do you remember years ago, just to mention it again because we haven't mentioned it this episode yet, but whenever you used to go down on the Extra Vision, and you get on in the Extra Vision, you'd rent your game and you'd come back and you'd pop it on, you'd sit down, you'd play it the whole weekend, you'd bring it back. You can't really do that you now. Can't do that. And I mean, obviously, because there's no fucking extra visions anymore, you definitely can't do it. But if if you could, rental games now would not work because by the time you got it back yeah. and downloaded and patched and all that stuff, it just wouldn't work. And it was pr- that that whole idea pretty much like of like installing games and hard drives and worrying about hard drives and blah, 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 blah. The PlayStation 2, they bring it back was the last console that we kind of didn't have to worry about that. Even though it I had... I remember SOCOM. SOCOM had a hard SOCOM drive and online, and, and it was like, yeah. wow, a fucking hard drive, that's mad. Yeah. Um, it was just... It's, but you're, you're completely right. Uh, the PlayStation 2 was kind of like the last console. Um, of just popping your disc in and away you go, where you didn't have to worry about online, and you were just there to play the games. It was the last one that I remember that you didn't seriously have to pick a side either. You know, you could play right. you could play right. everything, you could play all different ones. Yeah. And then all of a sudden then it became PlayStation and Xbox, PlayStation Xbox, PlayStation Xbox. But now or then it wasn't really a big deal. So I think what we should do is we should draw a day of close there. We are I love what time are we at? An hour and two minutes. Jesus. I know that. Fuck, I know, fucking fleeing. But I think we should I think we should call it there. Um what we'll do in the next one, because I'm very, very eager to make that jump and the the first consoles that I would consider to be like next generation consoles and the like the HD era. What we'll do is we'll yeah, we'll we'll finish jump. Yeah, we'll finish off this jump the next time with uh or we'll finish off this era next time with the GameCube and the release of the Xbox. And we will then... The original Xbox? Yep, the original Xbox and the GameCube because that was the last kind of... Those were the last consoles that were released before everything started moving up on the HD and you had the Wii and you had all that stuff. Which means for our first 10 episodes of the podcast, we'll be talking about the pre-HD era. And then after episode 10, we'll go... we'll, We'll be... It'll be like Mega Man. We'll be like one upcast X where we'll go on the like <laughs> fucking HD mode. We'll be like a one-upcast HD remaster mode. That's what we'll be on We'll do a remaster of the one-upcast. We should. <laughs> we'll do a remaster where it'll all be HD and lovely, and we'll talk about the HD consoles then after episode 10. That's where we'll get to. But that's that's where we're going to leave it for today. Anything else that you that you need to bring yeah, up or feel to go? Before we go, I'm going to mention the anchor... Before we go, I'm going to mention the Anchor app, which came again, has also failed to mention this week again. But, right, I'm going so to add that to my your... document. <laughs> you can download the Anchor app, get all your podcasts and all the streams, all the Spotify's, all the things, and then you can leave a voice message, which no one has done. So uh, someone out there be the first. I even got a message this week saying I was going to leave a voice message from somebody who didn't do it. You know who you are, Peter. Do it next time. So be the out. first. So break that. the ice. Be the first. 
it's a, a fantastic um, feature it, it it adds interactivity to the, to the podcast and i would love to hear some of your guys thoughts on some of the stuff we're talking about um like daniel was saying so make sure to awesome. listen yeah make sure to listen on on spotify itunes anchor preferably anchor youtube anywhere where you can play sounds make sure to listen and let us know what you think if you want to contact each any of us directly you can get me on twitter at harry atomic yt you can get you daniel on twitter at fairyman 5000 fairyman 5000 I, I will end it where with a teaser I have a, quite a good fairy tale for next week I can't tell anybody what it is there's obvious reasons once you find it next week but it was, it's an exhausting fairy tale but it's a very exciting fairy tale as well Ooh. so make sure you tune on next week it's a very personal thing to me but if anybody knows me they'll you know that's you know it's amazing so I love it. tune on next week that's the little bit of open segment for episode 10 so I have quite a special fairy tale for you all uh, so please please tune on and don't, again don't be afraid to ask any comments questions everything below and uh, we'll see you all next week and Kieran will have his first Celeste impressions yes first Celeste impressions and brand new fairy tale extended edition next week fairy tale HD remaster <laughs> next week on the one of cast 4k minecraft edition 4k minecraft HD texture 4k we'll see you guys next week bye bye